0: Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight. Social Conversations.
1: Um, There was a meeting uh, that took place between uh, the five teachers unions in South Africa. Um, This happened on Wednesday, the 4th of August, and uh, this was around the plans to reduce uh, the social distancing in uh, primary schools from one meter to half a meter. Talking to us about this, we've got on the line Basil Manuel, who's executive director for the National Professional Teachers Organization of South Africa, NEPTOSA. Basil, always a pleasure having you on the show. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia. It's a pleasure to be with you again. So I remember before the schools opened, but uh, straight after the announcement of uh, the basic education minister, uh, Angie Mitzheke, that uh, primary schools will open and it will be at full capacity. So all primary school learners should go back to school. And when we had the conversation, I remember you saying you do support this, but you have given stern warning that U.S. unions want to make sure that, you know, the department has everything in check from PPE to the social distancing to, you know, basic things like uh, water, running water and sanitation so that the students and the educators are kept safe. But now with this new uh, changes in social distancing, sure, I wonder what your stance is as a union. Patricia, if you simply took
2: uh, a
0: half a meter, that is the normal distance that people uh, remain from one another. That is not social distancing. And in fact, if you start practicing uh, a half a meter as a social distance in a class, That is simply returning every child, irrespective of how overcrowded it is to the class. And that is our concern. But there's a bigger issue. It is unteaching what we have been teaching our children, our parents, and the broader community about the safety of distance. Because it is expedient now to say, okay, let's do a half a meter. Now, I just want to take you back to Saturday past. On Saturday, a government gazette was published where the social distancing norm was changed from one and a half meters to a meter. We accepted that because uh, we thought, okay, we've got to make it work. Our schools are overcrowded, but let's see how this works. However, we did caution the department to say, you have to do something about the chronically overcrowded schools. And we heard the minister even saying that all is ready. We are ready to go. But, of course, the reality is it wasn't ready. And now we're seeing in the provinces that are still experiencing a rise in infections, like the Western Cape, like KZN, like the Eastern Cape, the large number of infections in primary schools. It is every day uh, 10, 12 schools are closing, either classes or the whole school because of the infections
1: amongst the children. Sure. It's a really, really sad situation. And as a parent, as a mother who's got children in primary school, I, I worry, I worry. I'm going to read a message here from one of our a who's from Mitchell's Plain in Cape Town, and this a is a teacher. Who, who wants to remain anonymous, and I don't know why, but this uh, A-teamer says they're even using someone else's phone. So maybe, you know, they're scared that someone might snoop and find them saying these things. Uh, but uh, saying that... Um, my issue is the distance allocated location. to us for students. It's very impossible. Yet that day when we as teachers were vaccinated, the Department of Education should have paid attention to high school age groups, as some of them um, are by a few months almost adults. The problem we are facing at the moment is in our primary schools, the infection taking place quite faster as they drive the transport. Yet five teachers tested positive as well. I personally think that school should be locked down for two weeks as per school uh, should be getting vaccinated. Yet we have three deaths of our peers. It's painful seeing this. Kids are also going at it fast. It was only us but now it's taking our children of our future. To me at the moment there is no future and it's very very hard looking at my primary classroom and hope that they will be there tomorrow. My problem is the kids playing in break freely. Oh man Basil. Yes, Patricia uh, it, it, it is really
0: tragic, we, we've we never seen as many infections as we have now amongst children, particularly of a primary school age You know, uh, with the first and the second wave, the one thing that our scientists are saying to us is that children are not so easily infected Neither are they infectious, but we are seeing it very different One of the positives is that uh, the vast majority of the children in primary schools are getting a relatively mild form of, of COVID. But we don't know how long that will last. But certainly, uh, infections are spreading at a far more rapid rate than we could ever have imagined. We did a survey uh, yesterday in Durban just to to check, and not the whole of Durban, just a little section in the south of Durban to, to, to see... Uh, a from uh, out of 25 schools what the situation is. Out of 25 schools, 10 schools had infections. Uh, those 10 schools, two of them were closed and uh, eight of them had various classes closed with one school in Woodlands having um, six teachers that were had tested positive, 14 children and eight classes closed. Now, the, if, if you just look at that as a dipstick measure, and believe me, it's happening all over. Uh, particularly, as I said, in the coastal provinces, because they are now experiencing the the, the uh, increasing number. It says we are not thinking clearly about any suggestion of reducing the uh, social distancing. Now, we've called as the collective of unions um, for an urgent meeting because remember. This story about a reduced distance was made, it's an utterance by the minister um, at some uh, gathering when she was visiting one of the schools and when she saw how overcrowded it was. But, Patricia, it begs the question did the department not realize how many schools are overcrowded? Did they not realize just how difficult it is to have a class size of under 40? You know, Pumalanga, we have a school that has 95 children per class, 95. That's not teaching, that's cloud control. And then we worry about the quality. So it can't be come hell or high water, we want the children to come back. We as Naptosa, and I dare say the other unions support the idea that we need to try and normalize. But we've got to work on the problem and simply just uh, reducing class, uh, reducing uh, distance, is circumventing the problem. It's not addressing the problem.
1: But is the social distancing uh, standard uh, in terms of the meters not part of the World Health, uh, World Health Organization's recommendation? Absolutely. So Absolutely. how can minister, you know, make such a suggestion? Because obviously we don't want to be spreading COVID-19, um, but with our little kids, then it's fine.
0: Patricia, that is why we've asked the question, is this political expediency or is this based in science? Even if based in science, show us the science. Bring the scientists. Don't tell us what an economist is saying about the need to be back at school. You know, we, we have this habit of quoting um, our education economists as though they are scientists. No, they're not. They do an important job, but they are not the people that can tell us that the school is safe. And, uh, but if it's a political uh, decision, since when does politics trump health and safety?
1: A team is, uh, we are talking about a situation that we are all facing in South Africa, especially for our public schooling uh, system, where there's a proposal or a plan to move the social distancing um, from uh, one meter to half a meter uh, so that schools can be able to accommodate safely all the primary school learners that have gone back. I'd like to hear from you or even your questions or comments. Um, we also have our guest, uh, Executive Director of Nepal. Tosa, Basil Manuel. Send in those comments and questions on 614 or call in on 11 714
3: Hi, Patricia. This morning I passed outside a school, a primary school. I think the kids were on break. Almost none of them was wearing any mask, and they were just running, chasing each other and playing and whatever it is. And I said to myself, wow. It is good to be back at school. They are learning. That is true. But it is not true that there is enough monetary to make sure that they wear the masks. Mm, That's double M.
1: You see now, uh, Basil, uh, there's also the issue now of uh, the teacher and student ratio because it's obviously going to uh, come into effect uh, that all the children are back but they all have to be monitored, not only with social distancing, but also with um, wearing of masks. And during break, here's an 80 so also, children just playing.
0: Absolutely, Patricia. And of course, we are fully aware of the fact that um, there, there are realities, particularly when the children leave school as well, and they're not necessarily following the guidelines, but also at school. If we don't have sufficient teachers We can't manage that even during breaks, etc. Bringing everybody back, whilst it is a noble target, if you don't have enough teachers, you are setting yourself up for failure. And this is exactly what is happening. Now, we've demanded that we have a meeting with the minister and the DG so that we can. Uh, put the problem to them and tell them why we are not going to support this. And of course, it will lead to some form of a standoff. We haven't received a response to our letter that also went off yesterday, uh, but I'm sure we'll have a meeting before the end of the week, uh, which is tomorrow. But famously, we have meetings on a Saturday night. And um, hopefully, some common sense would prevail, because we cannot simply just Uh, bulldoze straight ahead into it. And then afterwards, we start holding our heads in our hands and asking, what have we done? Uh, Patricia, the the very idea of taking the children back now uh, during the, the third wave, we also questioned. And we know there's never really an ideal time during the pandemic. But we had said, do your homework, then make a decision. Obviously, the homework wasn't done.
1: It's very clear it wasn't because, I mean, if it it was done, you don't even need to visit a school. Go to the Department of Education's database, check how many children are in each class, check how many teachers you've employed there, um, go through the infrastructure, and that will tell you exactly the trouble that we are in uh, when it comes to um, public schooling. I'm going to go to our listeners. I've got Tony on the line. A team, Tony, how are you doing this evening?
2: I'm Very well, thank you. I suppose uh the uh, what's the name they haven't is the Delta variant, eh?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's two comma seven times more transmissible. The viral load, it's a thousand times more than the beta variant you had before. And I mean a half a meter for social distancing. They must be mad. They want to kill the kids. And this this variant is not only attacking you know, the grown-ups now, is going for kids five and six years old. You should listen to the NBC nightly News uh, at night in, in America, how it's going over there. They actually, Americans has got about 300 million people, and they've uh, vaccinated about uh, 180 million so far. And this variant, the Delta is going mad. It's going mad amongst the people. Every hour there's a thousand people uh, infected. I think they're being stupid by me. That's, that's total that's ridiculous. I think they should go, go back to the drawing board and you know, uh, do everything from the beginning. Definitely not. I mean, half a meter, that's stupid.
1: <sighs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tony. I'm going to Active Citizen. Uh, good evening,
3: Atima. Uh, Sister Pat. Yes. Are you the same pet of the morning show, 9 to 12? I'm standing in only, because Cathy's character. Yeah, no you are work. working hard. That's good. <laughs> Okay, it's fine. My sister, look, let's start here. Uh, isn't that, isn't it that uh, the department should have known or foresaw this thing of social distancing before they could even start thinking of, you know, bringing all the uh, primary schools back back to school all together? I think the department has got the data of all their infrastructure and everything else. So they knew very well that the, the question of uh, over, overcrowding in the classes, it has been there for many years. And they know very well that they have done very little with regard to it. So when they say the, the primary school children must come back together, what did they expect? Now, the issue of the, uh, cutting the social distancing, is it how, what what informs that because science says i'm talking about what science is saying with regard to covid-19 it says at least 1.5 meters now when we, when you reduce that what informs you with regard to science and 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 health issues uh, uh, which is related to, to 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 covid-19 are you just not exposing our children to danger for 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 for, for 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 no good reason, or is there anything that these people are benefiting out of this? We need really to be told because these are the that are people who are best positioned to guide us to say we cannot bring all the children together because we don't have the capacity, which they know they, it is in their minds. It's something that are working with everything. Sure,
1: thank you very much, Active uh, Act Citizen. We've thank heard you. it loud and clearly. Um, Basil, you. you've heard uh, two of our A teamers, Tony Active Citizen, uh, Citizen saying. Mm-mm. This, this is just not it. It's, not, it's just not going to fly. But we're still taking our children to school because, hey, schools are open.
0: Uh, you know, Patricia, uh, the, the two folk who called in are echoing exactly the concerns that parents have, that teachers are having. Can you imagine the mental health of people that are sitting in the midst of this? Parents who are dropping children off every day and wondering what's coming home. And this is why we, we have to get some common sense prevailing. To take it a little further, um, we are not even at the point where we are talking about alternatives. Your last caller said, and he's so right, that we've had overcrowding since time immemorial. What have we done in the last one and a half years is what we are questioning. When you keep telling us that the mobile classes are on their way, but nobody sees them arriving at their destination. When you keep telling us that uh, the toilet situation is improving, but we still have the tritrines, the water situation, but we still have schools without water, and to name name a few of the issues. Then in KZN, you of course have nobody having had delivery of PPEs after a week. Now, how do you expect this to turn out in the morning? The reality is uh, the next day the sun rises and you have to give account. And now we are blaming all sorts of things. We know there are factors at play that are very difficult. But uh, for the last uh, 20 years, we haven't improved the lot of the poorest of the poor children. And here's the reality it is the poorest children who will bear the brunt of this more than any other
1: child. Let's go to Witness on the line. Good evening.
2: Good evening, Patricia. How are you doing?
3: Strong, how are you? I'm feeling good. I, will, I We are experiencing something that is totally very wrong. Go ahead, Witness. Yeah, um... My friend is next to primary school. I am experiencing
0: something that I will never even witness before, even in lockdown level five. I never experienced things.
1: What did you experience are,
0: with us? Yeah, teachers are not even very responsible for the
3: kids. Mhm. Yes.
0: Children are playing without wearing any mask. Hmm. Where I'm, I'm in venda right now, far away from township school. I'm in venda in rural area, in rural area.
1: Sure. So there's really no um, monitoring. I can even
3: shoot a video tomorrow when I wake up. Tomorrow I
0: can even send a video on WhatsApp. Actually, what's happening?
1: Yeah, Witness, it's really a, a devastating situation that uh, the teachers and the students are facing. Good
3: evening, Patricia Simboso. I think this is going to be very confusing for the children now, from what the parents have been teaching them and what's been displayed out in the pamphlets and in the media. It's going to be quite confusing. They have to get to now have to learn a new norm from what the norm they've been learning.
1: Basil, as we wrap up, what is it that you as the unions are proposing? Because there should be something being proposed. What can parents be doing and society be doing, especially for those who are witnessing the lack of um, monitoring of students in schools?
0: Patricia, we must remember that curriculum is something of our design. And when we start panicking about the curriculum, we must remember that it is, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, and there will be some difficult times, but would we rather complete a curriculum and have children critically ill? Or do we want to rather have children around for much longer? That's the first point. What we want to put on the table is that we need to start thinking about other means, like screens in classes, between children, between the desks. And these are things that are being used abroad. These are cheaper solutions than trying to build.
1: Oh, no, not again. Not again. Our line is really having problems. Um, it, it's such an unfortunate situation. But I, I, I was really hoping if Ben can get hold of Basil, I was really hoping that we can hear the solution that uh, the unions are going to put forward and propose to the basic Department of Education. Um look, for me, I think, that education should be something that we push forward in South Africa, but it shouldn't be at uh, the expense of our children. It shouldn't be at the expense of our educators. So health, safety should be put first. But um, I think because it's already 11 o'clock, if we can get hold of Basil, we'll ask him to come in after the news just to wrap up.
0: Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight.
1: It's five minutes after 11. Uh, We have managed to get Basil Manuel back uh, so that we can wrap up our conversation around uh, the plans from the uh, basic education uh, department to reduce the social distancing in primary schools from one metre to half a metre. So we're hearing the perspective of um, uh, the unions where they stand. Uh, Basil, uh, please uh, do continue with your thoughts. What's your actions as the unions? What is your proposal? Patricia,
0: I was saying that What we need to do is, number one, sit down and look at various proposals, whether it be uh, looking at screening, which is a cheaper option, uh, addressing the chronically uh, overcrowded schools. And there's nothing else you can do but bring in mobile classes, and we need to do that. But... We have other proposals, too. And uh, have, being in a particular environment, we want to table these with the minister or the DG and so that we, we don't have these debates outside of the formal setting. And hopefully on Saturday that is what is going to happen. But what parents and teachers should not accept is that uh, no social distancing is okay. It can't be okay. It can't be that we have to now unteach what we have been teaching all our children and our adults about safety
1: thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, for joining us, Basil. Have a good evening. Um, Here, yeah, a message from Curious in Peter Maritzburg who says, can someone explain how in thousands of families one spouse tests positive and the other negative despite sharing a house, a bed, bedroom, kitchen, sofa, etc. Surely these things aren't a 0.5 meter apart. Mm. Thoughts to ponder. I'm also very curious around all of this. And I think uh, Basil was correct in saying we need the scientists um, who are specialists in understanding this uh, virus called corona or COVID virus. And we need them to explain it to us and uh, give us perspective as opposed to hearing it from people who don't have the medical background on how to deal with this particular pandemic. Eight minutes after 11.